People say less is more. At Red Barn, we think less is better. It's what you won't find that sets our natural premium pet food apart. No byproducts, no corn or soy, no fillers. Just the natural ingredients your pets need to live the healthy life they deserve. Look at the label. We want you to. Red Barn Naturals Pet Food. Simply the best. Find it in your local pet specialty store. Try our grain-free rolled food. It's protein-packed with less risk of food sensitivity. Blog Talk Radio.
All right. Let's see if this is any better. I'm going to get to my guest. Area code 408, are you there? Yeah. Is this much better? Is the sound better? Yeah, it sounds a lot better. Thank fucking God. Well, tonight's show seems to be uh, starting off as a train wreck, but that's okay. We're going to prevail. Uh, what is going on with you? And, and please, anybody listening, let me know if the sound is fucked um, and, or if it's uh, a vast improvement. God, do I have to do the intro all over again? What? Do you think I have to do the intro all over again? And are you saying what because you can't understand me because the sound is still fucked? No, no, it's good. <laughs> oh, my God. All right. Well, I will do the intro again, maybe. Uh, well, you know what? Hold on one second. I'm putting you on hold, and we'll get to your problem. All right. Due to sound problems and technical difficulty, I'm going to start the show over with this intro to explain what the fuck we're all doing here, even though you probably know because you're calling in and you're, you found your, yourself here. Anyway. Everybody, thank you for tuning in tuning into Boy Crazy Radio. I am your host. My name is Alexi Wasser. Now, just to quickly explain what Boy Crazy Radio is, it's a call-in advice show where I serve as your big sister. Uh, the telephone number is area code 646-378-0649. Once again, it's 646-378-0649. You can also tweet me your questions at Alexi Wasser, A-L-E-X-I-W-A-S-S-E-R. And if you don't want to do that, you can email me your questions, and they should send them to boycrazyalexi at gmail.com. And give me all your thoughts and feelings and the details of, the, of your life and what your problem entails, and write big sis in the subject line. All right. There you go. We did it. All right. There you go. 408, what's your name, how old are you, and where are you calling from? And then tell me what your problem is. And everybody should follow those same guidelines. This is going to be a great night. What's happening? I'm Tiffany. I'm 21, and I'm in San Francisco. Okay. Uh, my problem is that I'm trying to make plans with this guy. Like, we were talking about going out for dinner tomorrow, and I just kind of followed up this, like, tonight. And he's not giving me, like, a specific place or time. He just said, oh, so, like... If I don't get sushi tonight, I'd love to do that. But it's like I'm trying to establish, like, a time and place to meet. And I don't want to sound too, like, eager or anything, but I, I don't know what, how to handle this. <laughs> oh, well, okay. So you're 21. You're in San Francisco. You have tentative plans tomorrow with a guy, and you're annoyed because it's too, like, casual and no specific. Okay, so here's the thing. So how many? How, how specific was he? You guys have locked down that you're definitely going to hang out tomorrow night. Well, I followed up. I said, hey, I'm going to um, – I'll be back around this time after work if you wanted to hang still. Because we talked about it last weekend about doing something. And then so I kind of followed up tonight just, like, saying that I'm available or whatever. And he said, yeah, definitely. Um, and then I asked him, like, if he had a place in mind, and then he just said that. And so – Okay, I have an answer for this. You need to – Chill the fuck out. Relax. Um, just, just This is actually an opportunity for you to find out what kind of guy this person is or what kind of a person this guy is. Um, here's the thing. If you get off work and you haven't heard from him all day and, you know, he never comes through during the day, you'll be fine. Like, have, have backup plans or stay home or do something you want to do. Like, you, you just do whatever you want to do. Like, you, your life is your own. Mm-hmm. It sounds to me like everything's going to be fine. He knows you're free. You checked in with him. He said, yes, definitely. He wants to get sushi. So here's what I would imagine is going to happen. 
he's going to text you tomorrow, or he's going to call you tomorrow, but since you're 21, and how old is he? I think he's like 24. So he's 24, so he's not going to call. He's going to text you as well. He's going to go, hey, so, you know, what's your address, or I'll pick you up, or let's meet here, and here's the place, like, you know? And if he if he doesn't check in with you tomorrow, and you go through the entire day and get off work without having heard from him, he's a fucking bonehead flake, and you don't want anything to do with him anyway. But if you keep, if you've already established that you're free, he's into it, he's saying probably sushi, and then you're like, oh, what time and where is blah, blah, like right now, like that's something <laughs> I've done that too, and I just like I, I've actually realized because I do that too, or I, I have done what you want to do. You want to lock it down. You want the details, but I look at all my friends who are way cooler than me, and like they're all like musicians, <laughs> or, or they're like you know just way cooler people, and they're they just I don't know they breathe and they don't talk as fast. They're so much cooler, and they're not such fucking. I'm not calling you a dork. I'm calling me a dork, but they're not so rigid and and you know uptight. And it's mm-hmm. such a nicer, it's such a nicer look. Just like have faith and trust the fact you'll get back to you tomorrow. You don't have to control everything. It's all good. And worst case scenario, he totally doesn't contact you, and you guys don't hang out tomorrow. And if that if that happens, do something else you wanted to do, and don't let, don't even let it phase you. Like look at it as as oh wow cool. Like now I know this guy is uh, is lame and a, and a flake, and then. Then great, then you didn't waste uh, very much time with that bonehead. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Just breathe and take a bath and masturbate or do something cool. You know what I mean? Or try, do your homework or do something. You know what I mean? Yeah. So just basically don't say anything else tonight. I just leave it at that. Yeah, just be excited. Don't be like, oh, like, what are the plans? Now I'm mad at you because you're not interacting with me the way I want you to interact <laughs> with me. Oh, are you an only child? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so what's your astrological sign, whatever that means? I'm so ashamed of even asked question, but what is it? I'm a Capricorn. Okay, I don't know what that means, but I'm an Aquarius and I'm an only child and I only children tend to be very bossy and controlling and they want it their way and they've never had to compromise and man, I can totally relate to that. So just just breathe and and practice just being more of a like cuz this this exercise that I'm, I, I want you to do for yourself by just not texting him anymore and not pressing for all the details and trying to be so rigid, this is a good exercise for the rest of your life because when you come on so strong, um, it kind of annoys people and they go, mm-hmm. it, it's too much. It's too much. It's off-putting. It's stressful. Everybody's like, oh, God, yeah, Tiffany. She's just like, oh, fucking relax, Tiffany. You're like, I'm trying to get invited to the party. She's like, she's getting my nerves. So don't be that Tiffany. Be like, be the cool Tiffany. Be the Tiffany that you would want to invite to the party, you know? Like the, the cool badass who has, you could do anything, you, you know what I mean? Like you, uh, you, you, you could do anything you want at any time. So if this guy falls through or comes through, it doesn't even matter because you have, you have a full, cool life and you don't give a fuck. That's the, that's the mentality you're going to take on, okay? Okay. All right. Thank you, Tiffany. Um. Area code, area code is this? Area code 630. Hello, what's your name? How old are you? Where are you calling from? And then tell me what your problem is. Hello, my name is Julia. I'm 24 years old and I'm from Florida. Oh, right, what's happening? My issue is, it's kind of some deep-rooted issue that I need some advice on. Um, So my boyfriend and I have been dating for about a year now. 
And as of recently, I want to say like the last two months, he hasn't been as interested in sex as I am. So, and I've always considered this a warning sign that like once this happens, your relationship's going to start to plummet and things aren't going to really be the same as they used to be. But we've talked about it and he says that he like insists that it's because he's going through a stage in his life and it's just like a stage that he's going to probably get over. But it's been about, I want to say, it's been about like three weeks since we haven't had sex. So I don't know. I I wanted to get your advice, Alexi, because it's really troubling to me because I have a high libido and I like, you know, I like to be intimate in that way. And my boyfriend's mm-hmm. saying that he's not exactly into that right now and he doesn't feel that way, the same way as I do. So it's kind of distressing. I don't really know what to do. Oh, God. Well, I mean, is he going through financial problems? Is he depressed? Is he is he on antidepressants? Like, what else is going on with him? See, this is, that's another thing that I've... <laughs> those are really good questions, actually. Um, I... I think it has to do with maybe the stress because he is a musician and he's been trying to get his album out for some time and he's been just, I guess, pressed on time with his music and just, like, getting the album out and, I guess, fulfilling his life completely. I don't I don't know. I think that music is something that really does fulfill him and makes him feel whole. So when he doesn't have that, um, he's sort of just, I guess, loses interest in other things. I, I don't know. It's just, I don't know. I don't know. And did you guys live <laughs> together? No, we don't live together. Um, we live separately. Um, and how long have you, you've been together for how many years? For almost a year now. Almost a year. So it's still relatively new. Okay. And and you right. haven't been having sex for three weeks. Well, here's the thing. So before I suggest, like, oh, he's probably cheating or, or I don't know what's going on. We don't know what's going on. And I would like to invite guys who are listening to call in to help our friend Julia here with possibilities as to why her boyfriend and what it could mean that her boyfriend hasn't been wanting to have sex for three weeks. Because here's the thing. I know that, like, when girls are emotionally uh, stressed out or whatever, yeah, if we're not feeling it, we can go for a long time without having sex, you know, whatever we did. But with men, yeah, I feel definitely. like, man, I, I don't know. I feel like he could be cheating on you and he would still be having sex with you. Or I don't know. But I actually, I, I, that's actually a really real thing. He's stressed out about work and that's what his identity and what his hopes and dreams are. And that shit isn't all going the way he wants it to and he doesn't feel good about himself. And he's, then I could totally see him just like not having a sex drive, you know, and if he's going through a bit of depression or whatever. But what can you do? If oh, you can, well, I'm going to say some ridiculous shit. You can look adorable. <laughs> you can look adorable at all times and make sure you have your I face try. on. I try. Yeah, look I'm adorable. You are cute. I can, see, I can feel that you're cute. I, I can vibe that. Okay, so look as cute as you can all the time. Uh, always have your vagina in check. Um, I don't know. Uh, let, your, <laughs> let, your, let, let your pheromones and your... <laughs> your freaks flying fly. I'm just kidding. That's horrible. I'm just, I'm gonna I've been doing that. No, but, Alexi, I've been doing that, like, 
I have been like for a, a long time actually I think I might have messed some things up a little bit because I've put a lot of pressure on sex because I I want it like why can't I have it kind of thing you know like it should be mutual it should be fluid and and it shouldn't have to be something that you think about you know and yeah. it's been like that him and I have been it's it just ha- there's like a little bit of a disconnect there but like since you know, I talked to him, I told him, I'm not going to put any pressure on sex anymore, you know, like, until you feel that you're ready to have sex, which is so strange, because we're, at least in society, we're, we're thought to be brought up as, like, women don't want to have as much sex as men, but it's completely reversed in my situation right now, and it's just so mind-boggling. But no, you sound, you sound like this is hard girl. Here's the thing, though. Here's the thing. Already too much talking about the not having sex and the wanting to have sex is already happening. So here's what I think. You know, and men and women are different. Of course, sometimes women are way more sexual than a guy and vice versa and blah, blah, blah. Like maybe overall the stereotype is like the gender stereotype is like men want to fuck all the time. They're animals and women are more like emotional and nobody cares. But anyway, here's what you can do. Because oftentimes I feel like girls won't initiate sex. They want the guy to initiate sex all the time. Have you been initiating sex at all? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Like, I would initiate it all of the time. And, like, it would be moments where we'd be into it, and then, like, there was a consistent thing where he would kind of just stop in the middle of it and be, like, needing a break because he would... Oh, my and God. Just, I hope like... Yeah, I hope I hope he's not I hope he's not listening right now. But uh, you know, maybe no. turn him on. Two girls he's talking so about him being a boner. He's so <laughs> Well, and you, and you, and but you it's give real. Him, you give him, I feel like. Wait, wait. Do you give him blowjobs? Of course, I do nothing. You never know. You never know. That's fantastic. You sound like the best girlfriend in the world. I, I'm one step towards becoming a lesbian. This could be. We could be together. <laughs> we could be magic together. Um, well, I swear. I'm such a good yeah. girlfriend. I'm so, like, I'm available emotionally and I'm available sexually. Like, you know, I'm not, like, I don't I don't know if I'm intimidating him in some way, but he's never been used to that or something. But I don't know. It's just something that's weird. It's, like, a weird vibe you got going on. And I just want to get some input. It's just, like, what do I do in that situation? Do I just, like, not... Like, I've been just not pressuring him. I've been, like, pretty relaxed and just, you know, concentrating on different parts of our relationship, not so much the sexual aspect of it. And that's, things are good. But Well, okay, listen, that's, that sounds good. Take the pressure off. Stop fucking talking about it. Get off the dude's case. Not that you are, but it sounds like for a moment you were. Stop talking about it. Be his friend. Look cute. Uh, find yourself like reaching for things and in, uh, in, you know, or bending over to like pick something up or whatever. Totally as if you don't mean to be, you know. Just, just be mm-hmm. a, the adorable, the adorable you that he fell in love with. Get off his case. Just be his friend. Go on walks together. If he's depressed, try to exercise together. Because I feel like try yeah, to get him that. out. Of it. That's good. Okay, cool. Keep doing that. Yeah. Just like try, try to get him out of his funk. Be supportive of his career. Let him do what he needs to do. And if there is some other weird, scandalous thing that's going on that's the reason for this, I mean, that'll all come out. But right now, let's just trust him, and he's going through something personal, and just be his friend through it and just listen and go on walks with him, get him to exercise, get endorphins going, 
look adorable and let him fall into your vagina when he sees fit. And if it takes, if it's more months than, you know, than you're comfortable with, but then revisit it again. But also I would like to, okay. And guys out there, please call in to, so we can talk to talk to Julia and, and explore other possible reasons. Or maybe you agree with me and you think what I'm saying is great. But we'll Julia, stay where you are. I'm going to put you on hold, and we're going to hope, hope for guys to call in with a uh, with words of wisdom. But I feel like that was some good advice. Area code six zero four. Hi. Hello. What's your name? How old are you? And where are you calling from? Hi. My name is Emma. I'm 21, and I'm calling from Vancouver, BC. Emma, 21, calling from Vancouver. What's going on with you? How are you? I'm good. How are you? Sorry you didn't get a guy. I know you wanted to get a dude, and I'm not a dude, so. Oh, no. I'm so, no, I, I prefer women now. This is fantastic. This is, this is so great. I'm, I couldn't be happier. Okay, Tell me what's going on. Good. Okay, so basically I've been single for the last, it's been, it'll be a year this month, and I've been dating probably the most that I've been dating in my whole life. I live in the city now. I used to live in a small town on the island, and, you know, there, like, wasn't really that much selection, to say the least. Um, So now I'm in Vancouver. There's a lot of, like, really amazing guys here, and I've been dating a lot. But the thing that I found over the last year is that I'm going on these dates, and, like, these guys are really, you know, like, they're interesting, and they're hot, and, like, whatever, like, they know what to do, like, they have on the move, but I don't feel that, like, spark that I used to feel a year ago when I was dating my ex-boyfriend or the boyfriend before that, when I first started seeing them, and the thing that I've been thinking about a lot lately is, like, you know, when you date somebody or you you date people casually for a long time, does that spark just, like, go away the older that you get, or is it just about, like, finding the right person, well, I think it's about finding the right person. If you felt a spark beforehand with other with guys that you had dated, like you knew to date them because you felt a spark and you were drawn to them and, and it kept you motivated to keep returning their phone calls or their texts and, you know, hanging out with them. Like so of course of course now you not feeling that spark, you have to not feel the spark with a lot of people. That way you know when it's special when you do feel the spark, you know what I mean? If you're feeling the yeah. spark for everybody, you'd, you'd be dead of AIDS. I'm sorry. You'd have <laughs> sex with everybody. You would have had herpes all over your face. It would have been a bad look. I mean, I'm just saying, like, you, this is the time where you need to be like, oh, and, and you had a question. You were saying, like, you are saying that the spark fade, but, like, you have, okay, you're 21 years old, right? You're 21. You're lucky enough to have felt a spark with, with your last few boyfriends, and that's great. You should always feel a spark if you're going to embark on being boyfriend and girlfriend with somebody, you know, hopefully. You're not just with them because they're a warm body and they, and they you know, put their attention on you. But, but yeah, now you're going through a period where it's like, you know, and those things faded because they do because you're young and you're hormonal and so are they, and you, you can't, I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't let you, as your, as your faux big sister, I would not let you marry, get married and have children with those people. And even if you were to get married, the spark could fade from that too. Yes, like the spark will fade. It, will, it, it doesn't fade, but it, more, it does, but it morphs and changes. Yeah. So, it's like, so the thing is, it's like, yeah, when you meet somebody and you get this like big hit of dopamine and, and uh, whatever, oxytocin or whatever the fucking uh, like chemicals that go off in your brain that, that make totally. you know, like your it's like you're on cocaine, you're in love, and you're like, oh, my God, this person, I can't wait, I'm so excited, your heart's beating faster, and then you get more comfortable with them, and then, you know, if you're lucky, it goes on for years, and it's like, you get more 
cozy, but you're still excited by them. They're your person, and you're so proud to have this mm-hmm. person in your life, and you learn how to communicate, and it's like a learning tool. Being in a relationship is a wonderful uh, opportunity, to, opportunity to learn about yourself, learn how to treat yeah, another totally. person, all this shit. So that will morph and change. And, and if different people, the spark will fade faster or slower or not at all, mm-hmm. depending on who you're yeah. with. Totally. No, I guess but, it's just me, like, in the sense of, like, when you're going on a first date with somebody, I used to notice that when I was younger, or not even that I was younger, but just before this last year of dating, that even going on the first dates, like, there would be these moments, you know, and you wouldn't, like, really know who they were yet, but that was in itself, like, a really exciting thing, and that kind of, like, contributed to that feeling of excitement, and I don't feel this excited anymore when I go on a date with guys, and it's, like, is it because I've just, like, done this so much now that like now it's lost it's like you know it's excitement it's not this new thing it I don't feel I don't get the like stage fright that I used to get when I used to go on dates because I'm not worried about how to handle myself I know like what to talk about and like you know I'm I'm confident in my social skills where I wasn't a year ago and it I I'm wondering if like part of the feeling of getting a spark with somebody is about being naive and about not being experienced. No, no. Here's no. The thing. And I, okay. <laughs> no, no. And I promise you, you're only 21 years old. But here's the thing: everything you just said is like actually a wonderful thing because because it means you're not just fucking. You're not just really, really excited about anybody like in front of you who might just be yeah. cute and and put, putting their attention on you. This is a wonderful thing yeah. because now it's like you know what you want and you know what you don't want. So when you meet somebody and you kind yeah, of notice totally. stuff about them, yeah, so now you're more discerning. And now when you meet somebody and you notice things you like about them and don't like, you're like, okay, yeah. you're, less, you're, you're going to be less googly-eyed and, and all over the place and open and wide open because you know and you recognize things that, oh, I don't want this or I've had this before and I can already see it in this person and uh, I don't really like that. And like, yeah, years ago I would have thought I love his what his face looks like, but now you're like listening to what's coming out of his mouth, and you're like, "Oh, all right, I'm too smart for this guy," or "I'm not," or like, "This is not a perfect, this is not a perfect fit." And the fact that you're 21 and noticing all this, and like noticing how you used to be versus how you are now, noticing that like you're grounded in yourself, and that you don't get all like wobbly and and terrified going on a date, that you that you seem way more secure. That's all wonderful. So like, don't look at that as, "Oh no, sparks are never going to happen for me again." Look at it like oh, my God, I'm, like, growing up, and I'm, like, this cool woman who knows herself. Like, this is great, and you're 21, and now you live in Vancouver, and this is fantastic. And you should, you know, my advice has probably changed over the years that I would give to people because I'm learning about myself more, so I feel like my advice is going to get, you know, probably more boring, so I'm not going to be like, yeah, go fuck everybody. (laughs) I'm going to be telling you things like, yeah, good that you're more discerning, now you're in Vancouver. You're not gaga gooey eyed over everybody. So good. You shouldn't let some dude put his privates in your privates really quickly because he's cute. You should realize how special you are. You know, respect yourself. Wait longer. Wait till somebody. You know, you meet somebody you feel safe with. You do feel the spark with. And that way, oh, yeah, for sure. You know, yes. Yeah, so, and like I used to operate a totally different way. I used to be like, oh, I'm like a man. I'm gonna have sex whoever I want, whenever I want, because I enjoy it too. And it. I'm doing it like a sport. And now I'm like, totally. And it's weird because like now I'm looking back on yeah. that going, I'm going, why was I like that? That wasn't because I loved sex. Yeah, totally. 
Yeah, and, and I definitely like, I had that phase, like, for sure. And then I was like, you know, I'm just going to go on dates, and I'm going to, like, this guy's really cute, and I had fun tonight. So, like, that's enough of a reason for me to go back to his apartment because, like, I want to get laid tonight. And, like, that should be the only thing that I take into consideration. And then when I thought about it, like, a couple years ago, I was like, was that, like, really fun? Like, when I think back on it, how much fun was that really? And now I feel like I definitely, like, I take a really long time before I get into that with guys because it, it's – I don't know, like, I've gone to a point in my life where I just feel like, for me, and I, of course, I like, don't think that this, like, that anybody should, like, take this as being, like, center to apply to themselves because everybody's going to experience sex differently, of course, and that's how they should, you know, navigate that. But, like, for me, I've just, I've just come to a place where it's like, you know what, actually, I just feel way better and way more comfortable and way more sexy when I'm with a guy who I know and who knows me and is, like, you know, going to, like, make me breakfast in the morning, ideally, and, like, ideally is going to make me, like, a good breakfast, you know, like, he's not just going to give me, like, yes. a little shirt, like, you know, yes, I totally and I think that's, like, a really, like, and that's, like, a great way of, like, doing that, it's not the only way to do that, it's just, like, that's what works for me, and so that's, like, yeah. what I'll hold out this, for, but this is, and this it's, like, is totally perfect. off topic. No, 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 this is fantastic because it's so funny that you're saying all these things because I've only recently been having these realizations and I wrote about it on my website, which is called I'mboycrazy.com in case nobody's ever heard of it. But anyway, um, <laughs> and, it's, and it's about the fact that I just got out of a relationship and, you know, while that's sad and whatever and it's, I'm transitioning, I'm single again now and my, I was reflecting on the fact that, like, what did I take away from that relationship? How have I grown? Yeah. What have I learned about myself? And what I've learned is the same, very same thing is, like, okay, Yes, I had I had wild adventures um, before my last my most recent last relationship, and I don't regret those those adventures because now when I get married, if I ever get married or if I ever have a baby down the road, long you know many years down the road, I can look back and go, oh, I don't have any regrets because I had my I I slept with tons of people and I had yeah. crazy adventures of having sex in toilet stalls and airplanes and making out and waking up in random places. You know, I've done that, and that's. So, did you actually have sex on an airplane? Oh, I did. I actually did. I had sex on an airplane. But um, and, and oh, my God, I just, but see, like, but now, and it's so funny because you're 21, and my God, like that, you're you're having these realizations so much earlier than I did. But the thing is, um, it's just that uh, what the hell is my point? Yeah, this isn't. I, oh yeah, I used to look back. I'm going to actually put you on hold for a moment. So I might go on a rant, and I and want to keep you where you are. But there we are. I. I used to say, oh, you know, I love sex. I'm like a man. I love sex. I'm making these choices because I love sex. And I like getting blowjobs. That's my prerogative and my choice that I'm doing all these things. But then looking back, I think, but why was I so sexual? What was that all about? What was that about? You know? And yes, while I do love sex and I've practiced a ton and now I feel like I'm good at it. I mean, with hopefully. I mean, some people think so. Anyway, I realized, like, okay maybe some of those decisions were made out of insecurity or wanting to be happy in the moment, but then, you know, you end up feeling worse afterwards or or even if you don't feel bad after you have casual sex, which I've had a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of, a lot of naked makeouts and stuff, you know, in my teens, early 20s, mid-20s, what have you. Even if I didn't feel bad afterwards, just thinking back to like and thinking about who I let make out with me or who I decided to uh, fool around with or whatever, sometimes makes me go, ugh, I'm some, why did, I didn't have to let 
them there. I didn't have to let them inside of me. Oh, God, that person, that person, that person sucked in my boobies. Oh, why? You know what I mean? And now I just feel like now that I'm single again, and I'm so much better. I was like really struggling with my breakup and I was all over the place and feeling a lot of feelings. But now and I'm actually so much happier, which is a good thing. I just feel like I want to try it a whole new way. And it's a cool thing to be like, feel like, okay, I'm a woman. I have my sexuality and it can be used as a weapon where you don't give it away freely. You're very discerning and you're very picky with who you like, who I'm, I'm that's, that's where I'm at now. And that's a badass, cool feeling. Do you think fucking Angelina Jolie is is a uh, is letting that Starbucks barista fuck her? <laughs> Not that I did that. I'm just and there's nothing wrong with guys who work at Starbucks. I just want I don't want to have sex with you, but well maybe some, but not really. Oh my god, I'm a horrible person. Anyway, I'm gonna take fucking phone. I'm gonna take phone calls. I'm gonna stop cursing so much because it's a bad look and I'm not proud of it. Um. Anyway, we're just talking about trying it a new way. Is all. Maybe a nicer way where you're kinder to yourself and more thoughtful. Area code 604. Oh, wait. That was you. We already we already talked about this. All right. Area code. That's what I was just talking about. Emma. Okay. Area code 856 is what I meant. Hey. Hello. What's your name? How old are you? Where are you calling from? And if you work at Starbucks, hey I'm really sorry. I didn't, mean, I didn't mean anything bad. What's your name? No, I don't. No, it's Andrew again. Uh, we talked a couple weeks ago. For, I'm in New York. Andrew, Andrew, Andrew. Okay, you called. Do you have a problem? Do you have something going on? Oh, uh, well, I've always had problems, but I was calling in regarding the lady who had a musician boyfriend who has sort of uh, gone a little cold lately. And she mentioned something really important, right, that he's working on his album. And so it occurred to me that, you know, there's that replacement kind of thing that goes on when somebody's, working on something major. Um, he's like sort of searching for a, a muse or something in the music. And and a lot of the times, with, you know, musician guys, like the the band, whatever that is, a, is the other woman, you know? And so I thought that might might offer some insight. That is really good. You're right. I'm writing this down. <laughs> Offering insight. Andrew's calling to offer insight. I appreciate that. I hope, Julia, that was Julia who called from Florida. Julia, I hope right. you're listening to what Andrew's saying. So don't take it personally. He's he's focusing on what he needs to focus on. It's the other woman in the relationship. He's yeah, not on camera, right. I promise. Can I have that? Um, I have that. Oh, wait, what was that? Sorry, technical difficulty. Matt. You have that what? I have this that band, mahogany, like the tree. And so I think that from personal experience that I've that I've seen that in myself, that you kind of go into your shed a bit. You go out back into the wood shop when you're when you're I, trying to finish things up. I totally understand that. Okay. And now yeah. and now we've also plugged we've plugged your band. I'm I'm this is fantastic. See everybody's getting getting something they need tonight. But you did give a good advice. You gave good advice to Julia. Wait. You gotta do it. You gotta do it, Andrew. Um thank you. Uh I'm gonna take another phone call. What area code is this? I forget. 347? You're on Boy Crazy Radio. Hello? Hello. What's your name? How old are you and where are you calling from? Okay. My name's Sasha. I'm 20. I'm calling from Chicago. Tell me everything, Sasha. I love your name. It's so sexy. Oh, thanks. Um, 
So, okay, I guess I just wanted your your input on, on a situation I'm having with a guy. Um, so I don't even really necessarily like him. I just don't know how to, like, I feel like he's acting like he's in middle school when, um, so he's 24, and um, so he's a TA at, um, like, at my school, like a teaching assistant. But he's mm-hmm. not, he's just friends with the the teaching assistant of the class that I'm in. So sometimes he comes, like, after after class to hang out with with my teaching assistant. And I guess a couple weeks ago, we, I, like, stayed after class to talk to my teaching assistant. But I ended up, like, starting to chat with, with him. Um, and... I don't know, I was just like being, I wasn't being flirty or anything, I was just being myself, and he was just being very like, um, you're so cool, you're so awesome, like, I've never met anyone like you, um, just like really interested in all my hobbies, stuff like that, and um, I guess we've, so now like for the past couple weeks, we've, um, he like comes to talk to the other TA, and like I'll stay after two and we'll hang out for a bit. Um, and then last week, he was like, uh, I feel like we've known, like, I feel like I've known you for, like, so much longer than, than, um, than, like, this time has actually been. And, but then he made, like, a really big point of being, like, we're friends, right? Like, you would consider us, like, good friends already. And, um, hmm, like, what other Sorry. details can I tell you? Yeah. I don't know. So, yeah. So let me just jump in here really quick. Okay, before, I don't need any more details. I'm going to ask some questions. So he started this, this phone call saying, you don't even care about this dude. But, I mean, surely that is a lie because you would not be calling into some, you know, advice hotline <laughs> called Voice Radio Radio if you weren't. Well, I guess I don't. I don't care. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me just ask you some questions. Okay. You wouldn't, you wouldn't call in if you were spiraling, or if you weren't spiraling or spinning out over a guy. So here's the thing. So yeah, that's true. Okay. So you like this guy, right? Or okay, let me get, let me get a few things straight. Let me before you cut me off or jump in. Let me just please ask a few questions. Okay. So okay, you're twenty. Okay. So you're twenty years old. You live in Chicago. Mm -hmm. The TA. Okay. You're the friend. Okay, you have a TA for your class, and then there's a, another TA who is not the TA of your class. He's 24, and he comes into the class, and he talks to your classroom's TA. And so you guys have been chatting. You're hitting it off. So you have a crush on him, and you're offended that he asked if you're friends because you thought you guys were flirting, and now you're like, why am I being put in the friend category? Um, Is that what it is? Or what's yeah, the, okay. What's the well, I guess I don't like. I guess it's like if he wants to be friends, like I, I would like be friends with him too. Like he's never made any suggestion of us hanging outside, like hanging out outside of like this pattern of just seeing him every week. And then I didn't know why he was like making such a big point to be like. Oh, like we're we're already we're already like such good friends, and like I feel like I've known you for such a long time. Like I just wanted more of a read on whether you think he like he's just being weird about it, or if he is like try like 
I was thinking got, maybe he wants to ask me to hang out, but he I does just want to be friends, so he wants to make that, like, very clear. You're, like, live spiraling on, on live radio right now. Okay, here's what I'm going to do. You are thinking way too much, and don't worry about it. I do the same thing, and you should see me in my own relationship and life in general, uh, and I've, I've done it all. Okay, so here's the deal. Just breathe. Don't worry about it so much. Don't If you like him, and you know, here's the thing. He's not dead. He's going to be coming back to your class. Send me in your class. And I'm going to take a step back. Just be flattered, he said, that, you know, he feels like he knows you really well in the short amount of time you've known each other. Just be flattered that he, he, he he's saying something nice, okay? Whatever the meaning behind this is really none of your business. Don't try to get a read on it. You've only just met the guy, really. You know, that's, and all he's saying is something nice. So take that for what it is. That's all you can do. And then if you want him to ask you out, just let just see how it unfolds. Let it happen. Keep being friendly and having chats with him if you want. Don't if you don't want to. Just, you know, put mascara on, look adorable, do your thing. Keep being you. Do whatever you've been doing. Don't stress out about it. It will happen if it's meant to happen. And if you want to hang out with him and he's not asking you out and you guys are vibing as friends, then ask him if he wants to go get coffee. You're allowed to do that too. And I think if you want to and you can't stop thinking about him and you like him and you're confused, you're, you don't look desperate and you, you're still a cool person and you're not a loser if after class you say, oh, I'm going to go get coffee or what are you doing later? Do you want to go do this thing with me? And have an activity plan. Like have, like have a thing you want to do, whether it's go get coffee or go get something to eat or go to a specific spot to get something to eat or whatever. Just be like totally nonchalantly go, hey, I'm going to go do this thing. Do you want to go? Just as if you don't give a fuck because you just you have to put it out there like that, and that way you won't feel desperate and mm-hmm. weird. Like, and, and don't ask them, like, um, hey, so hi, this is really, really dumb. Like, no disclaimer. No, like, <laughs> oh, maybe I'm, I don't want to sound like a loser, or I don't want to ask you this dumb thing, or maybe you, you don't want to do this. But I was going to go, yeah, like, just, just straight up. You are your own person. You are awesome. You're a badass. Who gives a fuck about anybody else? You're allowed to exist. You're allowed to breathe, and you're sure as hell allowed to ask some dude if he wants to go get coffee. And, and, and another thing, he says something nice to you. That's great. Just because he's not, like, trying to immediately, like, make out with you or have sex with you, you don't have to be offended by that because the goal is, in a, in a bigger, grander way, the goal is to have as many friends and get along with as many people as possible, possibly, hopefully, everybody. So even if you don't end up dating this guy or he doesn't want to see you naked or whatever, he's just some nice guy that thinks you guys get along, that's amazing. Like, that's so cool. Like, you just made a new friend who, you know what I mean? Like, just treasure that because, you know what I mean? So now you have a new person you can talk to, and and if he only ends up being your friend. Yeah, that's true. You know what I mean? So, yeah. Yeah, I guess that's the thing, like, oh, you don't keep going. No, no, go on. Oh, I guess guess it's just, like, I don't know. I guess I just wanted, like, a better, like, I would want to just be friends with him, too. Like, I think he's just a cool guy, and I like hanging out with him. And I just wanted a better read on, like, what you thought he was going for, because he just, like, confuses me at this point. No, you know what the thing is? He's just being himself, and then you're just being yourself, and both of the things are fine, and they're great, actually. But this is, like, the difference between you two. Like, I totally relate, because I'm the way you are. I'm, like... I want to know what's going on. I move quickly. I'm doing this thing. And 
people, all different people are different. And that's like the beauty of the world that there's so many different types, you know, that gravitate towards who works to, you know, with you. So like, you just have to let it be whatever it's going to be. And you can, you can ask them up for coffee and, and try to speed it up and find, you know, make it, make it happen or, or try to get closer to figure out what this could be. And that's totally cool. That's what you can do. But he's going to move at his own pace and respond how he's going to respond. And then while that's mm-hmm. all happening and while, when, and while all that's happening, you'll figure out very soon. I mean, it'll, it's just going to unfold naturally, however it's going to unfold. You just have to have some patience. Are you an only child? Um, no. Okay, well, never mind that theory. Never mind that theory. But the thing is, I do the same thing. And, you know, we're girls. We want to know what's going on. What does it mean? That's how it's been, you know, forever. Like, this, this is how it goes. So just just to see how it goes. And if you, and and whatever. And then and then you'll you'll find out soon enough. Just be patient and and don't even stress about it. Or don't feel the need to, like, have the answers because he's not going anywhere and neither are you. And he's not standing in your way of, meeting somebody more right for you. And, and you know what I mean? You, you are 20 years old. You already have the sexiest name I've ever heard in my life, Sasha. And, <laughs> you've, got to, and you've got homework to do anyway. So, like, just be excited to see your new cute friend in class and, 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 uh, and be excited that it's not moving super quickly and you don't know all the answers yet because it's exciting to not know. You know what I mean? Make it exciting. And yeah, that's period. true. All right? Do you think that if I ask him to coffee or like to hang out or something he could totally take it as like just friends like which would be fine you know what I don't know because I don't know what's going on in that guy's head and it's like all I know is all you have control over is yourself like you decide what you if you want to go to coffee with him and you want to get to know him better as a human being like and mm-hmm. don't try don't try to control the outcome or what he might be thinking. It's it's all the same thing that we're talking about. Just let go. Just it doesn't matter what he might think. You're just going to coffee. Just ask him to go to coffee and you don't have to tell him what it's about, what it means. You know what I mean? Just just take a breath and don't don't think about it so much. Just the next step is okay. coffee and he might and he might say no. And whatever he's thinking he <laughs> cares. You can't control it all. Just you know what I mean? Yeah. I guess, like, just as a girl, it's, like, hard not to take when, like, guys say certain statements about you. It's, like, hard not to want to, like, read into them. I know. And the thing is, we don't have enough answers yet. You're living your life. you got to – a week from now when you call in again, hopefully, you can tell me more of the, of the stuff you learned. But just treasure, like, the step-by-step, you know? You don't need to okay, race yeah, to get yeah. You know, just just slow down and just be okay with it. You have, you know, you'll see him at school. When are you going to see him tomorrow? Uh, maybe. Yeah. So relax. Just live your life, and then you'll see him. And and things move so fast. We have such. This is a part of it. We have such short attention spans. You know, we have a 15 second attention span from Instagram videos. You know, we don't even watch those anymore. We're just looking, like, liking photos real quick. You know what I mean? Like, we have no attention span. So just enjoy this. Let it be a special thing where it's like, cool. Like, I'm learning patience and I'm, I'm going to see what this is. And then you could, who knows what's going to happen? Just, just take it day to day. Just ask him the coffee if you want. Don't if you don't. And see what he does with it, too. You don't have to do everything. You know what I mean? Just relax. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. okay. Call me. That. Let me know what happens. I I live for these things. Clearly, I live for these things. Um, area code five one six. Hello. 
Hello, what's your name? How old are you? Where are you calling from? Hi, my name is Jared. I am 25, and I'm calling from a parking lot um, at my job. <laughs> I love it. Jared <laughs> in the parking lot. Tell me everything. Are we friends on uh, Instagram? I have a friend named Jared on Instagram. Yeah, we are. See, I pay attention to this shit. Hey, this is Hey Jared, Hey. <laughs> hey, do you remember meeting me? Mm, no, now I'm confused. It was a long. It was a really long time ago. It was like we, it was at um at the spare room, um like maybe like two years ago. But anyway, I just followed you and I thought you know, I saw this pop up and I was just bored at work and I was like, let me just call this number right now and then here I am. <laughs> Well, tell me what's going on. Is anything, <laughs> is anything troubling your soul? How's your life? Are you happy and healthy? You know, to be honest, I'm like pretty good right now. I feel like healthy. I had a crazy conversation about the evils of sugar last night that I'm kind of just like putting in the back of my mind. But basically, I feel like a very healthy person. And uh, yeah, I don't have much prepared. But you know what I can? You know what I can say? Um, what? For some help. Um, so I'm single and I'm dating. Um, are you single? I am single. Yeah. Oh, okay, newly, cool. I'm, um, I'm really, I'm really newly single, like very, very newly single. I'm, I'm, yeah. Very are you new. excited about that or not so excited about that? I mean, I'm, I'm not scared of being single. I'm still mourning the death and you know, on the mend from my relationship. And I, I'm, I'm, I'm looking for friends. I'm, I'm all about friends, and I'm not, I'm not ready to like, I'm not, I'm not, yeah, I'm not excited about like jumping in the bed with anybody. I just I just want to be happy. That's all I want right now, not to be in tears. And that's so far so good. I'm feeling much better. But what what's happening? Okay, yeah, I think I'm on the same page. I'm like well not that I'm I'm not out of a relationship. Actually I've never been in one. That's kinda of crazy. Oh, um what? Yeah. But um but I'm like kinda of doing the thing where I'm like just looking for friends and like don't like put any more on it. But the thing is I met somebody who is so great um, but he lives in Australia, and he has a boyfriend <gasps> whose name is Jared. And Are you serious? He, I know, right? Um, and he was just so cool, and he was the first guy that I've gone, not that it was really a date, because, I mean, it was sort of a date, because he didn't tell me that um, he had a boyfriend until, like, kind of, like, the second time we hung out, and, like, it was sort of, like, in the midst of it, and so I kind of had to do that thing where I'm, like, grab the ball and just, like, keep going with it, like, real quick, show no weakness. Like, oh, cool, what's your boyfriend's name? <laughs> oh, God, um, I hate that. I hate that. I know, right? I mean, honestly, I was like, ah, this is a bummer. But, like, he was on vacation. He was only around for, like, a few days. Like, there was no, like, super future possibility ever anyway. Um, but it definitely took the uh, the whole, like, oh, possibility for a foreign fling kind of, like, out of, the, out of the equation a bit. Um, but we still had, like, so we just had so much fun. We hung out, like, every day. He came here, like, alone, like, en route to meeting up with his boyfriend in Toronto. Um, so we hung out every day, and he was so cool. And it was like, this is the first guy in fucking, I don't even know how long. Oh, I'm sorry. to curse on your show. Um, no, I don't care. But, no, curse with all I do. Keep going. Oh, oh okay, good, great. Um, yeah, but I was like, so... He's the first guy that, like, I don't want to, like, punch. Not that I would, like, punch somebody, but um, just, like, he was just smart and cool and, like, funny. And he, like, made me laugh and he had these, like, crazy jokes. I, I was telling the story about my grandmother who's deaf because I had signed for him, like, sign language. And he was like, oh, wow, like, you can, 
actually do sign language. I was like, oh, yeah, like my, uh, my grandmother was deaf. And he made this really kind of twisted, like corny joke. And he was like, oh, so I hear. Which was like, just sort of dark and weird. But I liked it. And then I started thinking to myself, like, did he make that up? Like, or maybe that's like a popular joke in Australia. So then I said to him, I was like, I've never heard anyone make that joke. And he goes, neither has your grandmother. Oh, jeez. Well, here's the thing. And I, I weirdly, this might sound like a problem, but for me, it was just really funny and interesting and weird and twisty. And I was like, you're really cool and I like you. And mostly you've shown me that you're a genuinely good person. So I understand that you're just being playful right now. Um, but anyway, so we had this like great little weekend of like nothing. Nothing really could happen. Nothing did happen. But we had this sort of like mushy, weird goodbye where it was like, oh, like, I guess we'll just say bye, and maybe we'll just be Facebook friends or something. Um, and then I went on, like, an actual date the next day, and it was just a fucking nightmare. And I'm like, oh, man, you suck, person. Cool, who doesn't live in Australia and have a boyfriend with a name. But here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's the great part about that. There are so many people in the world, and the fa- you just have to look at the facts. Uh, you have to look at this guy in Australia like this. He might not always be, he may not always be with his boyfriend, but even if he doesn't get out of that relationship, well, first of all, since when are gay men monogamous? I mean, that's not true, actually, because I, I feel like all my gay boyfriends are totally monogamous now, which is like, you know, I actually like, I appreciate them, I'm really, I'm really excited. But anyway, but it used to be that, like, you know, all my, all my gay boyfriends were like, oh, yeah, we're not monogamous. But anyway, here's the thing. He's got his boyfriend. He's in Australia. That's just too far away. He may or may not be single at some point, so that's something to look forward to or whatever. But also, now you know that a human being that you can get excited about exists. So that's all you like. That's what you have to take it as. And that's like, so then you go on the date, you know, the next day with the with the bonehead dude that you're not into. Ah, fuck him, whatever. But at least you know that cool people do exist. And like, you know. And then until then, you've got to watch Sir. You've got to watch. You've got to watch Vanderpump Rules because that'll just. That, I mean, I like that. <laughs> I actually just gave up my cable, which I'm kind of regretting, but I'm also kind of into, I'm doing like the Apple TV thing, which is kind of just like nothing at all, but, um, I do, I do the same yeah, thing. Yeah, reality do TV show can really help. And also you're totally right about the, uh, being excited that there's, cause for a while I was really starting to feel like maybe it was me. Like maybe I was being too picky because I've been doing this like kind of serially, like these sort of just like no. three dates and then I'm out. Cause I'm like, I think I like him. He seems cool. We hang out a few times, and then I'm like, I want to kill you and be on it's, the news for murder. Listen, um, listen but I'm just, it's not. It's not you. It's, not, it's you're going to find the great guy. And right now, I'm not doing this because I don't. I, you know, I totally love you. But you're in a parking lot. And you've got to go back to work. And I'm going to take a few more phone calls before the show's over. But I, I love you. If we were just on the phone with each other, I would talk to you for hours. Okay. Yeah. Sure. No, that's great. You do your thing. I'm doing my thing. Um. Thank you, Jared. Good luck, Eric. Area code 917. Oh, uh, is that me? Oh, my goodness. It Hello. is you. It's us. We're, we're together at last. What's going on? Hi. Uh, it took me a while to call in. I didn't know if I was, like, the right demographic for this, but hearing some other guys call in was totally, like, oh, you're... motivated. Well, tell me what's Hello? happening. What's your name? Yeah, what's your name? How old are you, and where are you calling from? Uh, my name's Kevin. I'm 17, and I'm calling from New York in my bedroom. Hey. Oh, this is great. Um, okay. <laughs> I love so, it. Tell me everything. So, um, this isn't really a problem about me. It's more like a friend. Um, probably my best friend in the world. He's like, 
he's flown me to Boston and now he's like invited me over to his house for Thanksgiving. And it's not like he's not gay or anything. It's just like, I think we're just really good friends, which is nice because uh, I don't think I want a boyfriend right now, but he came over last weekend to New York to see me. And it was this really weird. Like he wasn't really talking how we usually talk on like Skype and that sort of stuff. And we stayed up for maybe like five hours until six in the morning, just talking. I feel kind of bad for him because he's like this really like angsty, I hate everything sort of person. And I, I didn't really think he was like that. So I just want to know, like, how do you like deal with somebody who's really like kind of depressed, but like, like you don't want them to be like, I don't know if I should just let him have his like time. Cause you know, we're like teenagers and that's like normal, I think, or whatever. Oh God. Well, first of all, is he, is he, you know, he's not gay, but you are gay and he doesn't have a crush on you or, or it seems like, he, wait, is he not, he's not gay? Yeah, that's what, like, that, that's what really weirded me out. I'm like, oh, he invited me over to, like, this thing in Boston. Like, does he like me or something? Like, at first I thought we were just really good friends, and I still hope we kind of are. It's just that, like, I don't, there's no telling with him. He's so, like, random. Okay, well, this is almost kind of similar. Oh, there are a lot of things to say right now. This is kind of similar mm-hmm. to, like, the, this girl who called in where she's, like, trying to figure out what the hell her, the, the TA at her college is you know, whether or not he's hitting on her or he just wants to be friends, she's all confused, whatever. Part of this is just be friends with him and see what unfolds and, like, if he tries to, like, oh, yeah. you, you know, that'll just happen or whatever. But as mm-hmm. far as, like, the angsty... Okay, so you noticed for the first time the other day when you guys stayed up till like, for, for hours and hours and hours yeah. that he, he was different He was different than normal and he was more, like, angry vibe. That's what happened? Yeah, yeah. So maybe... I mean, God, have, and you haven't hung out with him since then? Um, we, like, texted once, and it was for something so minimal, so yeah. And where did he live, New Jersey? No, 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 he lived in Texas. So, oh, yeah, like, how'd you guys... Wait, um, how'd you meet? I move, a... <laughs> I move around a lot, so, like, I don't, I never have the same group of friends for maybe, like, half a year, and he just kind of, like, stuck around like some people do, which is nice, um, and... Yeah, I guess things just sort of worked in our favor to be, like, good friends because he's always traveling, too, and sometimes we meet up with each other. It's kind of weird saying that sort of thing at 17. Yeah, wait a minute. Yeah, how are you traveling around so much at 17? Uh, Well, like, it's different reasons, like, each time. So the last reason, I it wasn't a big move. I just moved from one part of New York to the other because I used to live with my mom, and she kind of kicked me out of the house for being gay which is kind of weird like oh, i don't know i'm sorry yeah it's it's not one Fuck of those her. like um <laughs> yeah well she's she's my mom but like it's weird i don't really talk to her but i didn't want this to be about me really because i'm like fine with everything now well listen there's a lot of stuff i mean we could be on the phone for hours i want i would love to, i want to get into this jesus christ um well <laughs> Listen, I don't talk. To, I don't talk to my dad, and sometimes you've, you've got to take a moment where you can't talk to a parent because the funny thing is, I realized parents. You know, you think God, they know everything. They're they're my mom. They're my dad. They're parents. Mm-hmm. And then when you get older, you're like, oh my God, if I had a baby right now, I'd be fucked because I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. I'm just you, when, you have, when you have a kid, you're just a human being figuring it out like step by step. And yeah. you know, but, but these these kids look up to you and like you know. My parents are all knowing and they know everything and they'll, they'll, but they, they don't and they're weird and they, 
make mistakes and they fuck up their kids and whatever. So she'll hopefully she'll come around and you guys will take your time apart and I'm so sorry that, that happened. And are you are you living yeah. with your dad? Yeah, I'm with my dad now. He's like in the other room mm-hmm. sleeping. I hope I don't wake him up, but yeah. Oh, and, really? and how is he about how is he about you coming out? Uh, he doesn't know. That's the weird thing. Like I think I'm like openly straight until like somebody asks and if my dad asks I think I'll just flat out lie but like anybody else I'll probably just tell the truth now wait a minute so wait you said you're openly straight with him well like with anybody until the moment they ask and yeah I guess I'm I'm gay because like I guess it doesn't really show on me I'm normal I don't really know (laughs) what what you're normal like heterosexual is normal and gay is not normal you know, like, for some people it isn't, especially in this one neighborhood I live in. I think it's more like a religious thing, but, like, where I go to school, it's totally fine. So, it's, it's cool there. Well, listen. Oh, my. Well, I have a, okay. Did your mom, so your mom doesn't communicate with your dad at all enough, like, she didn't tell your dad, like, the reason why. I mean, didn't your dad say, why did you get kicked out of your mom's house? And your mom would have called and been like, he's gay. It's probably what actually happened, but my dad hasn't said anything, so. I okay, mean, we know what. Yeah, just all right, fine. Then, as long is he being nice to you though? Oh yeah, he's great. Yeah. Okay. So, so hopefully, yeah, if he does know, it's it's not bothering him, which is good for me because I don't want anybody to feel bad. Oh God, I can't wait for you to be eighteen. I hope you have a job and you're saving your money and you can just move out. Are you? Oh, yeah, money? I am. Yeah, I have three jobs actually. You do. You're such a hustler. Oh my God, what are you doing? Uh, I babysit, I tutor, and then I actually have a job on a payroll, which kind of sucks because taxes, but yeah. Oh, you are am- I am so completely proud of you. My God. And all- by the way, as far as like, okay, I have an ex-boyfriend who told me one time that he used to always wonder why in my early 20s, why I would get rid of my friends so quickly. And I- and actually, mm-hmm. he was pretty much, he was wrong, but he had, I understood what he meant. And what he meant was I would meet people and then I'd I'd quickly, I'd kind of like, Stop hanging out with them. And he thought that was a bad thing. But but mm-hmm. we just talked about this yesterday, and I explained to him, well, what am I supposed to do, hold on to everybody I ever meet and try out, try on for size? It's like the thing is you figure out who you like, well, who works, you know, what works for you in a friend, and then, you you know, you, you walk away from the people who aren't the best for you. And I think that's a wonderful mm-hmm. thing. And, and I think that's good that you like, you know, I don't know if I got this totally right but that's what I mm-hmm. seem to be taking from your situation where you meet people and then certain people stick and other people don't and that's yeah that to me is normal because some people just try to be friends with everybody and then you have a million acquaintances and then then all your time is just taken up returning texts and phone calls and going to hang out with people you don't even like that much because you feel like you have to be a people pleaser but so I'm glad you're discerning with your friends that seems to be the word of the night I'm using discerning yeah. but anyway but here's what I was going to say about your friend. Now, who mm-hmm. knows what your sexually ambiguous friend is going through? Now, when you tell me that he's from Texas, I think there's a possibility that since mm-hmm. he's from Texas and you are gay and he knows you're gay, right? Yeah. So what if At least he I is hope, gay? I tried to, like, drop all the hints and, like, actually tell him that I got kicked out and, like, all the words her mom was saying, but not, like, flat out saying I was gay, so... Well, you know what? I don't know. You don't have to tell him anything you don't want to, but maybe, maybe <laughs> things are. Things, sounds like 
things are shifting or something. Sounds like he knows that he left a weird impression with you because I don't know what he was talking about in your room that kind of weirded mm-hmm. you out, but there's a chance that he could be gravitating towards you because he feels safe with you because maybe he is also gay, but he's lives in Texas. And I don't think Texas, now no offense uh, against Texas, but I don't know if he's from Dallas or where the fuck he's from. Oh, from um, Dallas, yeah. You know, it's people are weird there. They're not as like open, you know what I mean? Like if you want to come out in Texas, it's it's not, sometimes it's not as easy. I don't, and who knows what his parents are like. You know, if you live in New York and your mom kicked you out for being gay, imagine what some young guy, how old is he? He's maybe a few months older than me. I think he's 18. But where now, did you meet him though? In, where, did you meet him online? Oh, no, no, no. We went to school with each other, but th- it, this was really weird. I had, like, my group of friends, and then I didn't meet him until maybe the last week of school because we rode the bus together, and then I had a mutual friend introduce us. And I remember I opened up with, like, some really, like, weird line, but he was, like, all about that. So then we just started talking on, like, Skype, and, yeah. Just, well, we you talked know what? maybe, like, two years after that, and then well, here's... just, yeah. Well, here's the thing. Sorry, I don't mean to cut you off, but... If I think they're okay, so maybe he's going through some depression, confusing things, and he's sounding all like angsty and stuff. Well, you know, hormones, potentially being gay and not knowing how to express it to you or his family, and he lives in Texas, and uh, and yeah, I feel like acne, hormones, rage, uh, anti everything, being all like angry or whatever that that or you know maybe he's saying drugs or whatever he's yeah, dealing like with exactly maybe. what he's like yeah so it's like all that shit and so if you're concerned about him and you don't love that energy and that you're kind of like bummed out on that energy you're getting from him because i don't know you sound very like proactive like you're hustling you're doing your shit you want to like take all the bad stuff and make it good that's what it seems like to me am i wrong uh i mean um i don't know i've heard people say that about me before i just I don't know. I feel like what a lot of think? people do this. I don't know. I think I, I think I'm like the same as most people. Or I, oh, you don't <laughs> I know. I really you don't, don't know. know. Yeah, I guess I'm not really one to talk. <laughs> but let me tell you. But let me ask you, actually. So when he was <laughs> this way in your bedroom, you said, "How? What was your feeling? What did you originally say to me? Were you and you were you didn't like it, right? What did you say? Oh well, um. I don't know if this is important. We weren't at my bedroom. We were, like, at some, like, their cousin's apartment where there was, like, nobody for some reason. And he felt like he kept telling me, like, he would have, like, really weird dreams and, you know, how when people talk about their dreams, it gets, like, really, like, retrospective. And, like, he was talking about how, like, he thought he was, like, best friends with somebody in class. And then he'd wake up and it wouldn't be like that. So I think he's kind of lonely. Like, I I usually never deal with this sort of stuff because I just, like, up and leave before people really try to get, like, that close to me. But, like, I've known him forever, so I don't want him to feel bad. And then I'm going to go see him for Thanksgiving probably. So I hope, like, if he's still the sort of same way, then I can at least, like, deal with it a little bit because, like, I don't know. He's a good friend. Well, you know, it's just listen. You don't have to have any answers for him. And, and, and you know, if, he, if you're, you you already seem like you like him, he's your friend. You like him for a lot of reasons. You know mm-hmm. what those reasons are. You know, you must like things about him. So everybody's different. And just kind of like just listen and be there for him. You don't have to have any answers. And, and you know, maybe eventually you'll come out to him 
maybe I wonder how he'll react to that. Maybe it'll give him the safety to like potentially come out to you. I don't know if that's mm-hmm. part of it. And just like maybe he was just going through a mood. So it's like don't don't judge him too hardcore because you want to have the luxury and like a space to have your own moods. Like like you know there could be a day where you're feeling really low or you, you, and you know, maybe if you like reconcile with your mom or have a talk with her or something weird happens, you could be really raw and vulnerable and, you know, bizarre or something, but I don't even want to say bizarre. You, but you could find yourself in your own weird mood and and you would just want a friend to kind of listen and just accept you and be like, all right, this is what you're feeling now, but he might, he, he could be completely over it and, you know, a different way. You know, around Thanksgiving. But are you going to go to his house in Texas? Yeah. Like, at first, I was so weird about him just, like, saying things like, hey, you want to come over to Boston this weekend? And I'm like, um, uh, I have to ask my parents. And he's like, oh, okay. Just let me know if, like, in an hour. And I'm like, okay, this guy. He's very, um, he doesn't really plan things, but usually when I go with him, it's awesome. And oh, yeah. yeah I use go with it just like keep being his friend and, and learn how to just like not be judgmental of people I mean it's one thing mm-hmm. if he tries to stab you or attack you or, or he's really mean to you and says horrible things and is like manipulative or abusive verbally or physically but if he's just just let him be himself and accept him and you be yourself and you know hopefully he accepts you and you can always suggest that he like you know you can always go like on, I said this to somebody else but I, this works for me long walks <laughs> talking, suggesting exercise, not, you know, not trying to just do a bunch of drugs and, and stuff because, mm-hmm. or just get getting fucked up and wasted on alcohol and everything. Cause that shit just kind of like depresses you more, makes you more confused, makes you have ba- make bad choices. It puts like a bandaid on a problem. It's like, mm-hmm. it doesn't fix anything. So like, and then also, you know, just listen. And then you can always suggest if he's a therapist and, Ask him, ask him what's going on with him and, and, and his home, you know, like, ask him about himself, you know, like, get all the details, and mm-hmm. and that's all you can really do, I think, just, like, be nice to each other and, and keep being friends and see what happens. Again, it's like a case of, like, you'll find out more about who this dude is and where he's at, and if you like him or if you want to keep hanging out with him, you know, you'll find that out as it goes, but you're, you seem like such a kind person that you want to know about him, so... <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I was really worried, and I don't know, I feel kind of, this is bad, because, like, I don't want to feel like I'm helping him, because then I'll feel better, you know? But I feel I feel better knowing that what I should do, about what I should do, I mean. Yeah, it's like, and, and no, it's nice, you're not making it about you, you heard your friend act, as, you saw him in a certain state, it made mm-hmm. you feel, it made you feel like, oh, whoa, what's going on with this guy? And now you're, like, reaching out, trying to figure out how to handle it. That's, like, so mature and kind and awesome and thoughtful. Like, everything I'm getting from you, I hope you're not, like, a murderer, like, you know, a child from, like, oh, no. rapist. Because I, I love yeah. you. You sound really great. And, <laughs> and here's the thing. Just, and just ask him if he's okay. Like, next time, you could always Skype and be like, how are you doing? What's going on? Like, last time we talked, I was just, you know, uh, you know, we're, we talked so much. I just wanted to check in. How are you doing? How are you? Just even a simple question like how are you over text is so open-ended, you know, it gives him permission to tell you how he is. So just ask and then go from there. And if he seems like he's really troubled, 
suggest therapy, ask him about if he has crushes on anybody, see what's going on with him because, I don't know, something makes me feel, and this is totally, I could be wrong, if he, it seems like he could have a crush on you and he could be struggling with his own sexuality stuff and whatever he's dealing with with, like, re- religion and family and Texas and all that shit. And you, of all people, know what it's like to, like, not be accepted by by somebody who's close as a parent. And yeah. that's, that's a lot. And you're you're both really young. So will you call me next week and let me know what happens if you learn any more? Yeah, I will. Yeah. I mean, I listened yeah, just- to another podcast before and... I don't know. I finally decided to call today when I actually had a problem. So I'll, yeah, I'll listen next week. Oh yeah, just call in and say hello, and just we, you know, I won't talk to you as long as I did because it's probably exhausting for you. But yeah, let me know what's going on. Sorry, I'm just a really nervous person. So if I sounded like uh, shaky, and that's why. You didn't sound shaky at all. You're great. I'm hanging up on you and call me next week, or I'll kill you. I'll find you and I'll kill you. <laughs> all right. Just kidding. That's how I get my listeners. I uh, threaten them. Uh, and yeah, so far so, so good. All right, I'm gonna take this phone call. What is this? Oh, area code six seven eight. Where's area code six seven eight? What's your name and how old are you? And where are you calling from? Hey, how are you doing? This is Q in Atlanta, and calling from Atlanta. And I'm an older black guy. I'm forty, but I wanted to say how proud I am of the show. This is one of my my new vices. Your show. Yeah, I call it the honest. Yeah, I call it the honest sweet show, you know. <laughs> so I do, I do appreciate the show, and I'll tell you what I appreciate specifically: uh, how you relate to people to not control things and to not overanalyze things. I, I'm, I'm really proud of that fact. Um, I used to be a counselor long ago, and that's one thing I used to always say to people: stop trying to control stuff. You either want to be in it and roll the roller coaster, or you don't. It was like you know, but I, I'm I'm very proud of those two elements um, that you relayed uh, to everybody who calls. Um, one thing I I found um, amazing though uh, tonight, which prompted me to speak, is that uh, when you said to the lady earlier about uh, with her TA. It's, it's like, hey, look, some people just want to chill. You know, it's like me as a straight guy, I, I, I have this issue sometimes when you're trying to be cool with people, but they want to put the pressure on you to make a decision that makes them feel better. And it's like, totally. golly, can 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 I just chill? Can I see, can I see if I want to fall for you? I mean, am I allowed? Or they'll put this pressure on, I feel that I'm X. And then when something comes arrives to see if they're going to be consistent, now they're not consistent. So, you know, at the end of the day, hey, let's chill. Let's chill. But I want to give you a funny story and tell me what you think. Tell me. Because, yeah. uh, because the, um, the uh, other people that called in prompted me to say this. So here I'm, I'm I'm a straight alpha male black guy, right? And one day I was at work years ago, and uh, a team member of mine, she's a lesbian, and one day she asked me my opinion of the whole gay lifestyle or what have you. And I said, you know what, some people I feel 
are gay. I feel that they've decided to be gay. I personally don't feel people are born that way. But if that's the environment that they're in, so be it. I mean, I'm not, I'm not, I'm, I'm not trying to force anybody to think any type of way, and I'm, I'm chill about it. And she said, "That's so amazing because you and I get along so well." And I said, "Why are you shocked by that?" I, I mean, I let people be what they are. I choose to be called black. I'm not necessarily black. I might be Megidoid on Jupiter or something. They might call me something else. I mean, I choose to cling to this term black. You know what I'm saying? I mean, when you go to India, you see black folks, but they don't call themselves black. They call themselves Indian. So everybody everybody to me chooses what they want. And then I said to her, I said, some people, though, are oversexed. They run to sex for everything. I personally had a gay experience when I was eight, okay? And I think if I had have grown up in today's society, me personally, I think that with the pressure of people, maybe my friends coming around, yeah, you must be gay because you did this on such and such a day, and you you have to be, and you, you must be. I think I'd have been brain-screwed into choosing that path. But I happen to have friends who are like, Ah, I like I like women. I like women. I like women. I never said to anybody that I had this experience, but I just happened to be around people who were such cockhounds that you know I I didn't I didn't go that route. So I always look at gay folks in the sense of my personal experience of I had this experience. I know I did, but to this day, no tendencies, no thought. But I, I always find it disingenuous when people come and they say, well, you have to be or you should be. You're doing the same thing straight people do. You're trying to force what you think on someone else, allow them to develop on their own. And the reason I said that, and I'm about to wrap up, the reason I said that is because I've said this to some former clients. And I said, well, I'll tell you what, if you're gay or if you're straight, whatever, don't look at any porn for 60 days. Don't don't interact with any anything sexual, and they come back confused because now I've removed the identity of them that they used to run to for support, and that's the only thing I used to always tell them: like, don't run to sex for support, and then say, I'm all about women or I'm all about guys or whatever the case may be, straight or gay. Uh, so I, I I just had that theory: is is you know some people are just really oversexed. And they run to sex like crack cocaine to solve their yeah. problems. They they lose a job. Yeah. They want to go bust a nut. You know, it's ridiculous. But well, yeah, and I feel like anyway. that exists with like you know, some people go to alcohol or sex or the or drugs or cutting or whatever the fuck they go to. But I like what you said about that with about the sexuality stuff because I was actually I can relate to that. The other day I was in a I'm just taking what you like a point of what you said in the spark something in me where the other day I was in a, I was in a car with a group of people and there's a guy in the car and he's, you know, he, he's dating a girl or he's, he's, he, he's calls himself heterosexual. He prefers women. And, but we were talking about whether or not he'd ever made out with a guy or had sex with a guy. And he said, you know, I did make out with a guy. I've, I've kissed a few guys in a, in a loving way. And then I tried to like take it further. Or I tried to think about the guy when I was touching myself and I just didn't, I couldn't, go there but I when I tried like I, I experimented I did this thing but like I like women 
and and I noticed that all the girls in the car were like, "Oh my God, you're gay," you know, or or you're you must be gay. Yeah, it's, exactly. And, but and you know, and, and it's funny because girls girls can make out with other girls, and 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 they don't get that as much because it's it's considered like socially acceptable for a girl to make out with another girl to get a guy off or to turn him on, but they're not really bisexual or gay and whatever. But it's this thing about the labels, the labels, the labels. It's it's like yeah. It is it's just like when that girl is talking to the TA and wanting to figure out, what does it mean? Why is he saying this? Like, why is he putting attention on me? It's just about, well, that dude kissed a guy. That happened. Now he's dating a girl. Now he's – it's whatever he's going to do is going to unfold for him. That's right. It's none of our business. He knows who he is, and, and then he'll figure out what he is or isn't on his own terms. But, and it, you know, whatever. Just – yeah and, yeah, and and you know, quick, quick, quickly. Yeah, for as far as straight guys, it's like we hate being bullied into stuff. You know what I'm saying? It's like, yeah, I like you. I, I like being around you. I mean, you know, I'm, I'm even thinking about sleeping with you. But golly, can we chill out? Can I? Can I? You know? And and I I, I tell people all the time when women want to control everything. That's the most depressing thing for a guy, and it allows the wolves to come in because when I used to be a wolf, I'm a nice guy now, but when I used to be a wolf, you, I would always look for the women who want to control everything because it's real easy to play a woman who is always telling you how things should be going because all you got to do is fulfill that fantasy for a few months. And oh, you're so that, right. That's, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so so it's like if the the way the way women can detect the wolf is to chill out because a wolf will stumble because he's an impatient animal. A puppy is a puppy, you know. He's he's going to be a reliable dog. He's just chilling. But women who want to, you know, I'm thinking this, I'm I'm thinking that. No, chill out, chill out. We're going to go to the park for the seventeenth time. Okay, cool, chill out. And you know what? Sometimes sometimes we guys fall that way. We like. You know what? I woke up this morning. I can't see nobody but this chick. Jesus Christ! And then your friends tell you, "Oh man, yeah, you done." <laughs> you know. But anyway, I'm sorry to cut you off. Go ahead. No, I was just uh, I was just thinking about that, and it's like, okay, I just got out of a relationship. I ended it because I wanted the guy to move to L.A. It was long distance, and he he was taking too long, to, and I and he you know he doesn't want to live, move in L.A. And I was so angry at him for not wanting to move to LA and I was just like all this shit whatever he doesn't want to move here it's all good I'm in a better place now because this is what I realized right it's okay it's okay if he doesn't want to move to LA I don't want to move there he doesn't want to move here doesn't mean we don't love each other I'm just so sick of trying to make it something it wasn't flowing it wasn't flowing and I don't and I don't have to hate him. And so the reason I'm doing so much better, last week I was a mess. I was I was fucking, I was spiraling. I was, why didn't it happen? God, why couldn't you have just wanted to move here? I loved him. It could have been great. But the thing is, it is exactly what it needs to be because, and the, and the most important thing to me, I realized this week, to make my heart feel calm and to kind of become at peace with everything is, I don't want to fight with him anymore. It's exhausting. I don't want to be angry. I don't want to hold all this anger for him. Like he let me down. I'm disappointed. All and, and in order for me to like stop being so angry and upset and heartbroken and, and sad, I had to. I had this moment of, of clarity where I realized he's not dead. Life keeps going. I don't know what's right. happening. 
and and I, I have all these ex-boyfriends from my past that I broken up with seven years ago, and and they're all they all come back into my life, and we talk, and we're friends, and it's all good now. And I realize that'll happen again with this guy that I just broke up with. He's not gone. All that matters to me is that we we aren't angry at each other, and I want to know we will, we can be friends for life wherever he lives. Right. You know, he gets married, and all of a sudden that that took the pressure off, and it made me go, cool. He's in Washington State. I'm in California. You know, if I call him up one day because I'm bummed about my mom or whatever, I can call him and he'll pick up the phone. He won't be afraid of me. We're not fighting. We don't hate each other. Right. We, You're still you know, and that, Yeah, and that just, like, freed me up because, the you know, it's the expectation and the trying to fucking make it this and, uh, like, that sucks. And I can't You know what? I want to be polite because you got other uh, uh, people because you and I can, like you always tell everybody, speak all day. But yeah. but let me leave, let me leave you with this thought. You know, sometimes people come into your life for a season and they prep you for greater things coming down the road. But I think the the key is for all of us, our arrogance, our arrogance to control other human beings. Things change. You know, if the zombie apocalypse happened today, our values would be different. We wouldn't have time for some of our leisure. And 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 when somebody comes around that fits the zombie apocalypse love thing, then we're going to value them for a different reason because our circumstance has changed. So, you know, I, I just look at it from that point, standpoint. Be a nice person as you are to your guests. And, you know, and then you try to teach everybody just be nice, and you know, let let the let the uh, guy with the wings and the arrow find you on his own. Don't force him to be this particular girl right here. You know, but anyway, let me you be are- quiet. Have a good one. I will call in another time. Much love. Thank you so much. Oh my God, what a beautiful call. And by the way, I wrote about my breakup. It's on my website. It's the latest post. If you care to read, I'll just tell you. It's on I'mBoyCrazy.com. And, uh, God, what a beautiful call. Thank you so much for calling in, Q. My God, Q in Atlanta. Um, it's so funny because I, I I just got back from New York. I'm, I'm talking to you, audience. Are you listening? Are you out there? Phone lines are open. 646-378-0649 is the number. You can always comment, ask me a question or whatever on Twitter at Alexi Wasser, A-L-E-X-I-W-A-S-S-E-R. Anyway, I just got back from New York, and it was like the perfect, most wonderful therapeutic trip I could have possibly gone on, emotional, you know, heartbreaking breakup thing I just experienced. And it was scary to go out there because I I was there for a job. I was there, like, acting in some TV show thing, and I didn't know anybody out there. I didn't know any of the crew or the cast or anything, and I'm kind of walking into this scary situation blind. That made me feel very vulnerable. Uh... I was staying in an apartment by myself, chilly in New York, flying someplace when you're on a plane. Suddenly you feel like, okay, it's the perfect place to uh, have all your most intense thoughts and reflect on life and everything. Um, usually because you can't text or uh, or talk on the phone, but now you can go on the Internet and, you know, you can still go online now. Now you can go online and, and uh when you're flying, and flying used to be the one place you can't, you know, where you're, where you're cut off from all that shit, but it's creeping in everywhere. Anyway, so I, I, uh, I'm in New York, and I'm going through, you know, there's a full moon, I'm PMSing, I'm going through all these thoughts and feelings, and I had, and I'm so glad I, I went on this trip because I had so much clarity by the time the, the trip was done. I ran into a bunch of girlfriends. I had a ton of girlfriends that happened to be in New York the same time I was, 
And I, I hung out with friends. Some of them were guys. And I didn't go on dates. But I did have wonderful hang sessions with, with men in a, very, in a platonic way. Talking about not having expectations, a guy friend of mine uh, that I'm friends with on Instagram, we have tons of mutual friends. We've met like three times or twice in our lives. He is studying art and teaches art at a college and whatever and gives architectural tours or whatever. And he asked me if I wanted to go to the, to the Metropolitan Museum of Art. And I have not been to this place in a long time. And I thought, you know what? I do want to go. And I met up with him, and it wasn't a date. Or you know what? I didn't label it. I didn't know what it was. All I knew was that all I knew was for me, it wasn't a date. For me, I was just going to go have a, have a, an experience with a, with a person, you know. And so I took an Uber there. And while I'm in the in the Uber car, the Uber driver, my God, this guy, he gave the, you know, he just started sharing about his relationship. I told him, I said, oh, I just got out of a relationship and I'm on my way to meet this guy at, uh, to go to a museum. I don't know what it is. It's not a date, but I hope the guy doesn't think it's a date. I just got out of a relationship. And the Uber driver starts telling me about his past relationship. And he was like a, you know, 40-something-year-old or late 30s or 40-something-year-old black guy. And, uh, and just, you know, I'm the whitest girl in the world with bangs and whatever, like I'm, I'm on my own trip and he's on his trip and, you know, we don't roll in the same scene, but it's so amazing. That's the, the beautiful thing about life is people. And I get in his Uber car and we have the most wonderful discussion because we're all just people. We all just come out of somebody's vagina unless we're C-section or delivered by a stork. Anyway, and uh, he, he tells me about his situation and he gives me life advice, which I appreciate. I, I love it when taxi drivers and Uber drivers give me life advice because I'm searching. I'm a searcher. I want to I want to know everything I can and look at things in a new way and reframe things for myself to make the world brighter and more hopeful and you know whatever. And uh and he starts playing the self-help tape and it was hilarious. It was pretty funny and great. But uh anyway, and I went to the museum and it kind of felt like a date at first because I don't really know this guy that well. But that was great. It was an exciting, exhilarating thing to meet a new person and have a new friend, learn about art, or I don't know, he probably was annoyed because I kept making jokes about art, but you know, we looked at art, then we walked around Central Park, and we talked, and he talked about his most recent breakup, because he was on the mend from that, he is, and so am I from my relationship, and it was just, I didn't put any pressure on it, and that was so wonderful, it was such a new way for me to do things, you know, it's like, and that's why I'm giving that girl, Julia, advice about, you know, her TA and whoever else is listening about putting pressure on things. It's like, go with the flow. And it was it was so nice. And I don't even know what the point of this whole fucking story is. Like, okay. Anyway, I've been walking. I'm like walking in circles now. Yeah, and now I have a new friend because that's all I really want right now. And I want, if something awesome is going to happen and something magical and romantic is going to happen, it will just happen. I'm not searching it out. You know, I'm not trying to fucking race to get to the finish line of some weird goal. Like, I'm just, you know, I have work shit I want to do. I want to make stuff. And, uh, you know, I have tons of friends. And that was a reminder on this trip. I hung, I hung out with my girlfriends. It was wonderful. There's so much shit going on. There was no real time to be sad. They've all heard me vent about my bullshit and my, my heartbreak, and that's great, and they respect that, and they know I'm, I was having a hard time. And, and I, go, I go in and out of sadness and stuff, but but just... You know, I went dancing with my, my friend Sophia, nasty gal Sophia Amoroso. I can't even pronounce her name. She's really close. Cool. She's my friend. She's my friend. Okay, I can't say her last name, but we're friends. Anyway, Sophia 
was out there. We went dancing. She dressed me up and styled me in nasty gal apparel and, uh, you know, made me wear this, like, really risque top. And she was like, you can't wear a bra with that. You're taking that bra off. So I took the bra off and we stuck, you know, we used, like, you know, whatever. We used, like, tape to stick the shirt to my boobs. And so it was like everything was, like, taped in. It was very, very, very E Kardashian fashion police. Very cool stuff happening. And I, I was brave enough to wear this insane outfit. It was it was not even that insane, actually. But I was brave enough to wear it because I was with my cool girlfriend, and we went out dancing, and we had drinks, and we had a blast. And, like, oh, my God, it just reminded me. For anybody out there going through a breakup, there are so many wonderful things. Like, just stay as busy as possible and, like, hang out with your friends and go dancing with your girlfriends and write and listen to music and just keep moving forward because that's, that's just so fucking important. It's been like, it's it's just been making me so much happier. There's no time to think and, and to, you know, dwell on being sad because, and then I had the realization, wait a minute, I just don't want to be angry anymore. I don't want to be fighting. I don't want to be angry at this guy. I don't want him to be angry at me. I don't want to, I just want to know he's going to love me forever in whatever capacity that means, like as friends or as boyfriend and girlfriend, because, yeah, and, I talked about it with him, and that's how it is. We're good, and maybe something will happen in the future. Maybe it won't. It's okay if it doesn't, but, yeah, that's what I'm going through. But, uh, yeah. Blah, blah, blah. Anyway, phone lines are open. Are you out there? Let me see if you are. I'm going to take another phone call, and the phone call that I'm going to take is, who's this in 818 area code? That's a, that's a valley number in Los Angeles. I love it. Who is this? Hello, I'm on? Yeah, you're on. What's your name? How old are you? Where are you calling from? What's up, Alexi? It's Chad, age 20 from, well, it's something I live in the Valley, but I'm uh, staying in downtown L.A. right now. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, you live in downtown L.A. Aren't you going to something like fashion school or something? No, no, <laughs> no, I go to uh, SC. Oh, well, I don't know what you said, but I don't want to tell people where you're going anyway. It's none of their business, but what's going on with you? Um, basically, well, I'm calling because I emailed you a few weeks ago. You gave me an answer about this girl I was seeing for for a short amount of time. But I kind of guess I want a little bit more insight on the situation because I kind of want to maybe know where I went wrong or what I could have done to play the situation better. Mainly okay, because... Okay, wait, hold on. Please tell everybody who's listening, what, give me the... Uh... Give me the short short story uh, so everybody can know where you're at. What's going on? All right, I'm going to give you a short version. Basically, uh, I'll say about a month and a half ago, I uh, met a girl at a party at, at my school. Met a girl at a strap party kind of thing. We met at the party. She was real cool. We talked. We ended up kind of hooking up to the party, made out for a little bit, exchanged information. And the following week, the following weekend, we went out. And the following weekend, we went out again. And then the following weekend, I didn't see her. And then things basically fizzled out from there and sort of abruptly ended in a way. Abruptly ended and that she abruptly stopped responding to my, uh, to my attempts to contact her, unfortunately. Okay. And then what else happened? Where are you at now? So where I'm at now is basically I haven't spoken to her probably – probably about over a week. And um reason why I'm reason why I'm 
really calling is because, you know, I've hooked up with plenty of girls over time, but I've never really been able to maintain a relationship for very long. Usually, like, I'll attract a girl, things will go well, we'll hit it off, we'll see each other for, for maybe a few days or, or so, but nothing ever lasts. And it's bothering me. And in this situation, I felt like I played her right. We, um, it was actually interesting because our first date, she actually, uh, when I got her number, I wasn't really looking planning on texting her or anything or contacting her, but she actually texted me asking if I'd want to go out. And um, I agreed, obviously. I told her, let's go out for Friday night. We went out. We went on a great date. We did a bunch of different activities. It wasn't like just, you know, your typical, like, dinner and all that. We ended up having sex that night, the first date which was, again, incredible, at least in my opinion. I thought it was really I thought it was really good. We had what seemed to be good chemistry. And then we went on again, and, of course, another great date. We had sex again. Went really well. And then, I don't know, maybe I made myself too available too early, or I don't know. Like, I don't really know what went wrong. What happened? But it just seemed like things were going really well, and then suddenly, somewhere along the line, <laughs> things just went sour. I don't know if maybe she like went on my Facebook and found something she didn't like, or or anything. But yeah, things just went really south really fast. And I don't know. I mean, in your opinion, being that she's the one who contacted me first, do you think maybe she just wanted to, you know, hook up and get off for for a few times, or oh my god, what do you think? I love this because this is such a wonderful thing for me, a woman, to be hearing a man saying all these things because this is like yeah, this is really contrary to like what you would usually. Yeah, this is fantastic because this is like what this is like what every girl goes through, and she's like, "Is it because I have sex with him on the first date? Why is he calling me? Like, you know, like he called me, and uh, you know, whatever." Um. Uh. Well, here's what I think. Again, it's like the theme of the night. The theme of the night is. Uh, I mean, we don't know why she contacted you. Just because she's a girl doesn't mean her contacting you means, like, she's a slut and, like, she just wants that sexually quick. It's... Okay. Who who knows what happened? Like, she could have... It's really... I mean, even trying to figure it out is just useless. But, like, you know, she could she could have mm-hmm. met somebody else. She could, she could have been over it. She could be distracted by school. She could be stressed. She could have family things going on. She could, like, have a crush on somebody else. But, um... Right. I mean, and on a side note, though, if you do think you have questionable, bizarre photos on Instagram or Facebook that could be off-putting, <laughs> and by the way, by the way, for dudes, here's what I don't like. How about all dudes on Facebook and Instagram take down the photos of you, of you sitting on a toilet and, like, the photo of your, like, pants around your ankles? Like, I feel like so many dudes, so many guys have this weird photo on their internet. I don't understand this. No. I don't know. Okay, like, I, I try to keep my Facebook, like, and, and even, like, my Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, pretty kosher just because I apply for, like, a lot of jobs, internships and, and such. So, I mean, occasionally, you know, I'll, I'll, like, share, like, a meme or something that I think is kind of funny. That would be about as far as it goes. But other than that, there's nothing too ridiculous on there that might be, like, off-putting or something, okay, or something of I, that nature. Here's what I think, Chad. Okay, first of all, all you're, right. only 20, you're only 20 years old. and Yes. You seem like you've had a lot of sex. You've had sex with 20 girls and you're 20 years old. <laughs> Somewhere in the ballpark. Yeah, so you lost your virginity when you were like fifteen. Uh, seventeen. Okay, seventeen, seventeen. Okay, okay. Um, uh, some reason. So like, all right. 
So like seven it's girls. Like a, it's been like a steady here. climb ever since. That's cool. No, that's all good. So I hope you're having you're using protection. We don't need to get herpes anytime soon. That'll come, you know. Try try to never get that. Or In, like, all know. right, all right. Interestingly enough, with her, I didn't use protection. Oh God! So maybe that's why you're falling in love because you you know you you touched your skin. <laughs> that, you guys had skin to skin contact. That um, could have no. something to do with it, possibly. No, and I went down on her first... too. Wait, you never usually go down on girls. I do all the time, but I really like I took my time like with her. Like I really made sure she got off. I took oh I took extra care God. in that situation. Ladies and gentlemen, Chad twenty with downtown LA. He is single. How tall are you? Six one. He's six one. Do you have a job? He has a job. Do you have a roommate? Well all right. I we don't share an actual room, but we share an apartment. That's what a roommate is. Just because they... <laughs> <laughs> well, not because I mean, being that being, being that I'm in being that I'm in college, roommate typically means like it's both of y'all crammed in like a little four by four wall kind of situation. You know what I mean? Okay, good point. Good point. Wait, didn't you yeah. call me a while back? And you did. Wait, hold on. Didn't you call me a while back? And you picked, you got an Uber car and picked up a girl to take her on a date? Oh, yeah. I actually. I forgot to call you back about that, but uh, that was another interesting story. Okay, well, before we go to that interesting story, first of all, can you all believe right. I even remembered that? How, can, how did I remember that? That's, that, actually, that, was, that was earlier in the summer. I'm really surprised you remember that. I can't believe how much I love my callers. This, this community is an important one to me. I can't believe I remembered that. Anyway, whatever. My point <laughs> is, okay, so he, he goes to school. Yes, he has a roommate, which is a... Uh, Kind of not ideal, but he's only 20 years old. He, he, if, if he likes you, he will take his time and go down on you. He's 6'1". Fuck this girl. I mean, I mean, whatever. You already did. And please, <laughs> use, use, use protection. Use protection in the future, of please. Course. Okay? Please. The reason why I'm bugging ideally, I mean, here's the thing. The reason why I'm, like, bugging out so much is because this is, like, the ideal woman. Like, she was my age, but, I mean... She she traveled the world. She speaks like multiple languages. She is like into all these really cool different causes. She's a dance instructor as well. She's on a dance team. Like she just does a bunch of crazy cool shit. Super well rounded. Something that I've never experienced before. You know what I mean? Which probably could lead to why she might have been maybe too busy or whatever the case is. But like, I mean, it's not every day you run into someone like that at a frat party, you know what I mean? So here's the deal. And, you she, a and, she, didn't, and she didn't go to my school either. You met a wonderful girl that you totally like and think is awesome, yeah. and it's not going the way you want it to. Thing, here are a not few things all. we can learn from this. Okay. Amazing girls exist. You're lucky that you guys met. You, you found, you, you realize you're, you're um, now you have a higher standard for yourself. Now you have a certain type of girl that you know that, who you know exists, that you know you can have sex with, and now you're going to want that. Like, that's up to your standards. Now, here's what you need to do. You need to be the best man. Here's You need to be the best man that you can be, and you need to focus on your own shit. You're 20 years old. You need to, you know, be making money, doing well in school, making yourself you do it. Just you've got to, like, be the man you want to be. All you, all you can do right now is focus on yourself and being the best you you can possibly be and getting all your shit done. If she's going to come around, you, you put yourself out there. You you guys were seeing each other. If she's fallen off the face of the earth, 
you have no control over that. You know, she's a cool girl. She's in demand. Other guys are probably falling all over her, too, because she's a cool girl. So, sex. I mean, you guys are both so young. She's doing her own thing. If she comes back to you and finds her way back to you, awesome. That's great. Don't be bitter. Don't be mad at her. Don't wonder what happened. Like, just be cool. Be chill, as that's, you know other people have said before earlier. Um, and you just have to focus on yourself right now and be awesome. So you had a cool experience with a girl. Your standards are higher now. And now you've got to make yourself the most awesome dude in the world so you can continue to, to reel in awesome girls because those are the kind of girls you like. But in the future, use protection. And Absolutely. And you can't guess. The bummer thing is, like, if it flows, it flows. If it happens and it's immediate and, it, and it's meant to keep going, it will. And for whatever reason, it's not. And, like, it, it is what it is. Like, but you learn shit from it. That's all, you know what I mean? Yeah. And you just, now you, have to, you just got to swallow your pride and not be mad at her and hope that, you know, one day you'll, just, you'll get a random text and it'll be her and you can just jump right back <laughs> into it and that'll be cool. But try to jump Very back into idea. it. Condom, try to jump back into it with a condom over your dick. That's all I want you to do, okay? And until then, just, you know, date other people. Don't think, try not to think about it and just stay really busy on being, like, the most successful dude you can possibly be. I can get on board with that. Okay, cool. Oh, Chad. Oh, Chad. If only I were 20 years old and a, and a dancer or whatever you want me to be. But it's not like that. Chad sounds great. Isn't it amazing? Men are emotional and they feel deeply about stuff. And I love the fact that I learned about how, like, wolves, wolf, men who are wolves like girls with all these weird rules because they can just play the girl because she's so easy to play. I love learning that. It's true. When you're a girl and you aren't all controlling and weird and you're you kind of, you know, are normal and relaxed and know who you are, which I feel like I'm like that. I mean, maybe I'm totally wrong. <laughs> I do have a lot of rules. I do. I have so many rules, but whatever. But at the same time, I know that when I have been the girl who's kind of go with the flow and, like, not worried, worried about anything and just, like, totally into my own stuff and, and just meeting people and seeing where it goes, it's like a uh, – it's like – it's just a cool, it confuse. it does confuse men. Because, yeah, they're not, like, you're not frightened by men. You're not, like, wanting anything from them. When you don't have any expectations, it's so much more fun. You know, everything's way more relaxed and easy. It's like when Sookie Stackhouse was dating Bill Compton, the vampire, and she couldn't hear his thoughts. Wait, I have no idea what I'm talking about. I thought, I think I had, there's some kind of connection. Anyway, did I mention my still have a crush on Alexander Skarsgård? Do we need to talk about it? No. So what did, I, what did I tell you about? Told you about New York, dancing, hanging out, having fun. It's all on my Instagram. Shooting something, shooting a TV show, hanging out with my girlfriends, platonic friendship dates. Um, that's pretty much it. Life is great. Everybody just chill the fuck out. Don't double text. Don't chase anybody. Focus on being awesome in your own life. Masturbate if you want to. I think you should. I've not been in the mood to, though, lately. Lately, I'm not in the mood. How dare you? How dare you even think about me masturbating? Anyway, ugh, that's a gross word. All right, listen. What else is happening here? I think we're going to wrap up the show right now because we did. I did a two-hour show, feeling good about it. Um, I feel like my mom's going to love this show. She, she listens. She's my number one fan. She's going to be like, God, it was so grounded, so many beautiful things. Wait, what else did I learn from my cab drivers and my Uber drivers? Oh, 
don't date a guy who smokes a lot of pot. All the Uber drivers didn't want me to be with guys who did drugs or had an addiction or anything. Oh, long distance doesn't work. That's what they said. Um, oh, don't give a guy sex right away. You know what? And I believe it. I believe it. What else did they say? That's enough for now. You guys, thank you so much for tuning in to Boy Crazy Radio. Sponsored by I'mBoyCrazy.com. I wrote a piece about my uh, where I'm at right now, a journal entry type thing that may or may not move you or make you feel better about yourself or make you cry or maybe you'll relate to it or whatever. If you've ever experienced a breakup, uh, feel free to read it. It's on I'mBoyCrazy.com. Tune in uh, to Boy Crazy Radio every Wednesday, same time, same place, 9 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Go to boycrazyradio.com. You can download uh, episodes on iTunes. Follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Alexi Wasser. And you can always send me an email with whatever you're going through to boycrazyalexi at gmail.com, subject big sis. And uh, I don't care what everyone else says about you. I love you. Wait, I can't play this Taylor Swift song. It's too white. It's too gross. I feel like I feel like uh, it's just, it repulsed me. In this moment, I feel like I've got to do something more, uh, more cool, more with more street cred, something grittier, dirtier, darker, realer. Maybe this is it. Yeah, I'm gonna play this. Bye, you guys. I love you. See you next week.
Sprint LTE Plus network is faster than Verizon and AT&T based on analysis of a recent study by Nielsen. And to celebrate, we're inviting you to join Sprint for the biggest offer in U.S. wireless history. Switch to Sprint and save 50% on most Verizon, AT&T, or T-Mobile rates. Yep, you heard that right. No gimmicks, no tricks. You have Verizon 6 gigs for $60, 30 with Sprint. And if you have 15 gigs for $100 from AT&T, 50 with Sprint. Even if you have T-Mobile's 10 gigs for $80, we'll give it to you for 40 And we won't force you to watch video in low def. Oh, and one more thing. We'll even pay your switching fees up to $650 per line so you can switch to the Sprint LTE Plus network today. Visit a Sprint store or Sprint.com slash save 50%. Offer coverage not available everywhere for discounted phones. Excludes taxes, surcharges, roaming, and premium content. Subject to new line $36 activation fee. Credit valid for in Plans may not be exact match. See website for eligible plans. Offer end 1716 72 Exclusions and restrictions apply. Contract by audio reward card requires online registration.